Welcome to No Compromises, a peek into the mind of two old web devs who have seen some things. This is Joel. And this is Aaron. Each year at Laracon, a new version of Laravel is announced and developers get all excited about the new features and how great they will be in their day-to-day -day work. But the reality is that in order to use those new features, you have to upgrade your application or for many of us, applications, plural, to that new version, which is not without its potential challenges. And as long as I have been programming for money, at least on the web, some qualifications there, this is a challenge. It's not unique to Laravel. It's not unique to PHP. There's Wait, always- you get, you get paid to program? <laughs> yes. Don't you, Aaron? Uh, I've been doing something wrong. Doing it for fun. <laughs> but the, the, the fact is there's this tension between just using what you have, sticking with it, adding features, maybe adding value if, if you're working on a business product and maintenance tasks like patching dependencies or bigger tasks like upgrading the version of like the main framework that you're using. And I have my thoughts on this, but I, I don't want to ramble too much. Just I'll, I'll kind of hand it off to you. Like what, what is your approach to thinking about that balance? Well, I guess it's, on, it's almost like, where does that tension come from? So does it come from the business not wanting to invest in time to upgrade and upkeep? Or does the tension come from developers finding that part as boring? We're not doing cool new stuff. We're just installing new software and making sure our existing stuff works. Yeah. So e either side of that, I guess, um, is a different type of challenge and has a different approach to it. So Yeah. Um, well, let's, let's take the developer side of it, right? So I'm a developer. I might be a little weird in that I actually kind of like maintenance tasks sometimes. I mean, it, it, there, there's a certain aspect of it that's a little Zen and like you're making things better and, and you, um, well, it, it's also a, a, appeals to a little bit of like the fiddly nature of things that I like to do sometimes where you're, you're mm -hmm. sort of putting off a bigger, more important task by doing something else that you can justify like, oh, this is important, but it's not really necessarily your top priority. Um, procrastination. Procrastination. Yeah, I've um, <laughs> I've heard that word once or twice, but I I personally like if it's my own project. I'm the decision maker. Nobody's paying me to do this, and I, I don't have any other business people to report to. I would probably be a little bit more aggressive with upgrading. But like you said, with when there is a a business involved that's paying the bills and maybe some other decision maker, then it gets a little more tricky. Like how how do you how do you frame the upgrade work in a way that they'll get why you're doing it? Or do you just say like, you know what, this is a necessary thing. I'm just going to do it. It's not going to take that long. We're not talking about maybe weeks to upgrade a project. Um, like ideally it could be hours or it could a day or less. Um, but that's, that's, that's a, a challenge that I've, I've had to face a lot because for the most part, I'm working on other people's projects, not on my own. I think it has, it's like when you take your car in to get um, some service and you ask them to do a thing and then they go and they top up your fluids. You don't necessarily ask them to do that, but they yeah. know that needs to be done. 
Yep. But on the flip side, sometimes when they're topping up their your fluids or checking your brakes, they come back to you and say, I think you need to have brakes replaced. And you're like, ah, why were you doing that thing for me that I didn't ask? And now yeah. there's another problem. They didn't mm-hmm. create the problem. They just found it. Yeah. So that's the, that's the conversation you have to have with the business too, is while you go and upgrade software, which is very important, mm-hmm. um, that sometimes you'll find things that you didn't necessarily know were going to be a problem. Uh, it's just, it's just the nature of, of when things change. Now, I think that brings up a, a good point is, uh, there are there's a lot of battles that I've seen in the past. Like programmers want to upgrade the software, but somehow the business tells them no. We need to work on new features, and I think that isn't exactly what happened in the end. It was the communication of the importance of those upgrades wasn't um, shared properly. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes there's risk. Sometimes the business has to take on the risk. But uh, you really have to kind of explain that just like changing oil, we need to upgrade our software as well. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, the engine will blow apart. Well, and, and to add to that, like the longer you go without doing it, the worse it gets. At some point, you're going to have to do it. Or you're going right. to just throw the application away. Like you'd throw your car away instead of fixing it. But the the longer you wait, the harder it's going to be to eventually do it. And I guess, you know, this might be a good time to talk about maybe part of the solution is making it so it's not so hard to upgrade. And, and for me, the thing I focus on is tests. Like if you have decent mm-hmm. test coverage and you have not just like a metric, but you have actual confidence that your tests are valuable and, and catching everything, all the important pieces of your application, then like just try and upgrade, see how many tests break. And maybe it's only one or two. Well then, yeah, just go ahead and do it. But if it's like 50, then maybe you have to schedule it and and make more of a case to the the, the team or the the business owner or whoever needs to make that decision. Well, for me, where I where I land on this, and I guess the 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 principle I use to guide the decision is, I I see upgrading as important all the way from like the the framework itself to dependencies, and. It's important enough to me that I do the things like testing, like communication with the business people, like budgeting time for it to to make sure it gets done. But I'm also not eager to be on the bleeding edge. I don't like to install the .0 release, maybe not even like the .0.123 release. Yeah, I mean, it it can be exciting um, to install a brand new thing. Uh, but I guess it really just depends on the risk tolerance of the business you're working with too. Yeah. So if you're working on maybe an MVP um, for a business and, and you know, that code is going to be likely thrown away, uh, you know, and, and they're okay with, you know, some bugs because we're moving fast and there's a new feature that you need for this last week. And, you know, all these things kind of line up. Yeah. Maybe there's a reason to do that. Yeah. But in the vast majority of the stuff, we sometimes confuse uh, our own desire to be on the bleeding edge and 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 keep up current with the business's uh, desire to have a strong, uh, predictably boring but uh, <laughs> successful product. And in the end, you know, bugs erode trust with the users. And if you erode enough trust of users, those users go away. They stop paying the bills. Yeah. And you stop getting a paycheck. And I hear some people get paid for programming. Mm, that's true. Yeah, I've heard that too. So your my takeaway from what you just said, Aaron, is that boring is sometimes good. The last two weeks, 
I've had the occasion to, uh, to go to the eye doctor. And I don't dislike the eye doctor, but what I dislike is having things put in or even near my eyeballs. Mm-hmm. Before, I, before I ask the question I want to ask, Aaron, let me just ask you this. How do you feel about like eye drops or people touching near your eyes? Oh man, that's I, I wear glasses now. I wore I wore contacts for many years, but they told me after the first couple of months you should stop jerking your head like a horse uh, whenever you try to put them in. But okay. no, after years and years, every every day I'd go to put in my contacts and I would still just display my horsey mane through just brah, I don't know. Okay. It was just it was bad. Well, what I what I'm hearing in your answer is that you're going to articulate with me my very articulate answer <laughs> yes but even though you so so my issue is i i'm horrible at this like even eye drops they they pretty much have to get out a head restraint to like put a drop yeah. in my eye <laughs> so i feel like you're further along the curve than i am though if you actually regularly put something on the surface of your eyeball and so here's my question for you i'm a grown man with children but I'm kind of a baby when it comes to eye drops. Is there a technique that that you can guide me so that I don't have to look like such a fool when I go to the eye doctor? I think we've clarified that I also look like a fool <laughs> pretty right. much all the time. Uh, no, I I, uh, I I like to tell my eye doctor uh, each time, just remember I'm that weirdo, that um, even when they do that, that puff into your eye, oh. I like to check for glaucoma, oh. I, I'm... I pretty much jump off the seat and, you know, uh, so I don't really know if I have any tips, but I, I tell him that. And, and a couple of times he's really gotten me. He's, he counted from three, but dropped yeah. them too. So he's like one, two drop. I'm like, ah, but still, oh, okay. I, even my eye, it's just like, I see it coming. I'm like, I, I can, I, I can't do anything good at sports, but somehow my eye, <laughs> eye to eye drop coordination, <laughs> oh, super man. fast. Yep. One of my favorite events at the eye doctor was taking one of my teenage children there and they had never had the eye puff test done before. And Mm -hmm. he was sitting in a rolling chair and he literally (laughs) rolled about 10 feet away when the puff of air hit his eye. (laughs) And to this day, that is like a happy place I go to just thinking about (laughs) what, what the reaction of everybody. It was pretty great. So, all right. Well, I, I feel like I have maybe some strategies to work with. So I will see how it goes next time. You need help developing a plan to upgrade your application. We can help. Schedule a free consultation on our website, nocompromises.io. 